Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Monday the 10th of August. Today we are remembering Lawrence who was a deacon at Rome and was a martyr in 258. He's a little bit like Stephen who died. He was the one who was stoned probably around about the 60s, 70s. Um, but he was in Jerusalem, whereas Lawrence was in Rome. That, I'm afraid, is as much as I know about Lawrence Deacon at Rome. So, yesterday was a busy day at church, as ever. And if you have a look at the website, richmondhudselparish.org.uk, and we are now on to the heady heights of the 9th of August. And so that's in the latest resources and podcasts. So in that little section of the 9th of August, you can find all the resources from yesterday. There is the pew sheet. There is the readings. There are, is my sermon for Jesus walking on the water and thoughts about Peter and him stepping out the boat. There are the words for the service as well. We also had interactive choral evensong as well yesterday. And the words and the links for that are also on that page as well. Because what you might like to do is go back and replay the whole thing again. It was really nice. We had about 30 odd people came and sang their hearts out um, on Zoom, all muted. And it was just lovely. So... Um, there's also a link for Charity of the Month, Harriet Hospice. You can hear that on the podcast site as well. Um, I will put on at some point today information about the new diocesan venture called Rhythm of Life. I'm afraid it does give you that earworm of song called the Rhythm of Life. But it's um, the idea is that we develop a pattern of prayer and worship and service and love. And so in the next day or so, we'll get that information up on the website as well, I think. Church is open for private prayer today between nine and oh, mid to late afternoon, depending on when I get round to locking up. Yeah, it's just probably worth looking ahead um, uh, for Wednesday and Sunday. So Wednesday, there will be a service at quarter past nine. It'll be a service of the world. It'll be a morning prayer like this in church um, because Martin's on holiday. And uh, Sunday will also be, well, it'll be a service of the word. We're not quite sure what format, but we do know that uh, the preacher for that day will be Mark Beresford-Pierce, which um, is, is great because we don't see we don't see him so much um, in, in the services. So uh, that's great to be able to hear him. And that's on Sunday. So at the beginning of today... We just have a moment of quiet and start the week in prayer. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, slow to anger and of great kindness. He will not always accuse us, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy upon those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he set our sins from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so is the Lord merciful towards those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. 
he remembers that we are but dust. Our days are but as grass. We flourish as a flower of the field, for as soon as the wind goes over it, it is gone, and its place shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord is from of old, and endures forever on those who fear him, and his righteousness on children's children, on those who keep his covenant, and remember his commandments to do them. Glory, Glory to, to the, the Father, Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and shall, shall be forever. forever. Amen. The night is past. The daylight open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 44. Rise up, O Lord, to help us. We have heard with, your, with our ears, O God, our forebears have told us all that you did in their days in times of old, how with your hand you drove out nations and planted us in and broke the power of peoples and set us free. For not by their own sword did our ancestors take the land, nor did their own arm save them, but your right hand, your arm and the light of your countenance because you were gracious to them. You are my King and my God, who commanded salvation for Jacob. Through you we drove back our adversaries. Through your name we trod down our foes. For I did not trust in my bow. It was not my own sword that saved me. It was you that saved us from our enemies and put our adversaries to shame. We gloried in God all the day long and were ever praising your name. But now you have rejected us and brought us to shame and go not out with our armies. You have made us turn our backs on our enemies and our enemies have despoiled us. You have made us like sheep to be slaughtered and have scattered us among the nations. You have sold your people for a pittance and made no profit on their sale. You have made us the taunt of our neighbours, the scorn and derision of those that are round about us. You have made us a byword among the nations, among the peoples they wag their heads. My confusion is daily before me, and shame has covered my face at the taunts of the slanderer and reviler at the sight of the enemy and avenger. All this has come upon us, though we have not forgotten you and have not played false to your covenant. Our hearts have not turned back, nor our steps gone out of your way. Yet you have crushed us in the haunt of jackals and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to any strange God, Will not God search it out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. But for your sake are we killed all the day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Rise up, 
Why sleep, O Lord? Awake and do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our grief and oppression? Our soul is bowed down to the dust. Our belly cleaves to the earth. Rise up, O Lord, to help us and redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love. Rise up, O Lord, to help us. In the darkness of unknowing, when your love seems absent, draw near to us, O God, in Christ forsaken, in Christ risen, our Redeemer and our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Our reading is from 1 Samuel chapter 19. Saul, King Saul, spoke to his son Jonathan and to all his servants about killing David. But Saul's son, Jonathan, took great delight in David. Jonathan told David, My father Saul is trying to kill you. Therefore be on guard tomorrow morning. Stay in a secret place and hide yourself. I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are, and I will speak to my father about you. If I learn anything, I will tell you. Jonathan spoke well of David to his father Saul, saying to him, The king should not sin against his servant David, because he has not sinned against you, and because his deeds have been of good service to you. For he took his life in his hand when he attacked the Philistine, and the Lord brought about a great victory for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then would Will you sin against an innocent person by killing David without cause? Saul heeded the voice of Jonathan. Saul swore, as the Lord lives, he will not be put to death. So Jonathan called David and related all these things to him. Jonathan then brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence as before. Again, there was war, and David went out to fight the Philistines. He launched a heavy attack on them, so that they fled before him. Then an evil spirit from the Lord came upon Saul as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand, while David was playing music. Saul sought to pin David to the wall with the spear, but he eluded Saul so that he struck the spear into the wall. David fled and escaped that night. Saul sent messengers to David's house to keep watch over him, planning to kill him in the morning. David's wife, Michael, told him, if you do not save your life tonight, tomorrow you will be killed. So Michael let David down through the window. He fled away and escaped. Michael took an idol and laid it on the bed. She put a net of goat's hair on its head and covered it with the clothes. 
when Saul sent messengers to take David, she said, he is sick. Then Saul sent the messengers to see David for themselves. He said, bring him up to me in the bed that I may kill him. When the messengers came in, the idol was in the bed and the covering of goat's hair on its head. Saul said to Michael, why have you deceived me like this and let my enemy go so that he has escaped? Uh, Michael answered Saul, he said to me, let me go. Why should I kill you? Now David fled and escaped. He came to Samuel at Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. He and Samuel went and settled at Naoth. All the earth shout and sing for joy, for great in your midst is the Holy One. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song and has become my salvation. With joy you will drink water from the wells of salvation. On that day you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the nations, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing God's praises, who has triumphed gloriously. Let this be known in all the world. Shout and sing for joy, you that dwell in Zion. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. All the earth, shout and sing for joy. For great in your midst is the Holy One. We have a reading from Acts chapter 1. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over the course of 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me, for John baptised with water, but you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, he, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of, the, out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. 
Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs of where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot and Judas son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer, together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and be not wise in your own sight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and be not wise in your own sight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and be not wise in your own sight. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the cause of right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the cause of right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So we have a time of prayer at the beginning of this week. We will listen and share this morning worship probably at different times. But in a world starting a new week, people traveling to work, the roads being busy, shops and businesses opening, all sorts of organizations trying to make money, but trying also to serve. We pray for businesses this week, having to work in such difficult times. 
We pray for those businesses that are struggling. We pray for those businesses facing great change. And we pray for the economy of our town and region and country and world as it faces strain and uncertainty. We pray for those who manage or help manage our economy, who make decisions which affect our economic well-being, that they are governed by a sense of what is right, of what is just, a desire for prosperity and a desire to enable all to use the gifts that you have given each of us. We pray for those working face to face with members of the public, that they are kept safe. We pray also for those who have worked through the night to bring us to this day. So many people serving us in ways that we cannot imagine. And of course, we pray for those working in that constant effort in our hospitals and care homes, in our GP surgeries. We pray for progress this week on better treatment and cures and uh, finding vaccines. And we give thanks for the health that we have enjoyed and in, and many of us enjoy in much of our lives, often down to the cures and the vaccines and the medicines that have already been discovered and developed over many, many years through much hard work and expertise. We give thanks also that in this crisis, as we face uh, the coronavirus, we give thanks for the huge number of people who have recovered, for the huge number of people who have not been affected very much, even when they have caught this virus. And we pray that this week, we and others and our loved ones and family are kept safe. We pray for those preparing for Thursday, for A-level results day, for the youngsters whose futures are so determined by what they are given on Thursday. We pray for those looking for employment. We pray for schools as they work hard to be ready for full reopening in September. And we pray for our church family as it continues to adapt at St. Mary's, as we offer services and keep in touch with each other and look out for each other's needs. And we pray for any who are more on the fringe, who perhaps do not fully feel integrated, that we can look out for all in our church family. We pray for Martin and our curate Paul and his wife Jeanette as they take holidays at this time. We pray especially for Martin and Anna as they prepare for their wedding. And we pray that we know your ways, that our true religion is following Christ our Lord, imitating his ways, knowing his love, knowing his wisdom, 
and serving each other and the world. May we do so with grace and confidence in this new day today and in the week ahead. Almighty God, who made Lawrence a loving servant of your people and a wise steward of the treasures of your church, fire us with his example to love as he loved and to walk in the way that leads to eternal life through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. And so on this Monday, in all these different places, but still united with each other, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, Father, who art in, in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy will, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not, not into temptation, temptation but, but deliver us from, from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In this day and in this week ahead, may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.